let's let's just get right to it. You know, this offseason for the Chicago Bears is arguably the biggest offseason in the entire franchise's history. A charter franchise, one of the founding franchises of the NFL, and there's a lot of reasons why. First off, they have the number one overall pick in this year's draft. First since 1947, this is the first in the modern Super Bowl era. Now, there's been a lot of conversation about what to do with that draft pick. Keep the draft pick, select someone like Jalen Carter, the defensive lineman out of Georgia, Will Anderson, Ed Rusher from Alabama, or you just draft a quarterback. Now, that has sparked a lot of controversy in the last couple of days, last couple of weeks, from, from a ton of Justin Fields fans, and I am one of them. However, if you're Ryan Poles, if you're the front office there in Chicago, the personnel group, personnel staff, you have to keep everything open. You have to keep your entire options open. Remember, this Ryan Poles, this group did not draft Justin Fields. This was not their quarterback. This was Ryan Pace. This was the previous regime. It is not unlikely that Ryan Poles just pivots. He says, look, listen, Justin Fields, he did great for us this season, but we like Bryce Young. We like C.J. Stroud. We like Will Levis. They have to do their due diligence, and it's our job as fans to allow the people in charge to do their job, albeit we don't know. If Ryan pulls as good as his job at his job, but we will find out off of this offseason because a GM with this amount of you basically have the entire um, draft. You control the entire draft. Now, if you don't select anybody with that number one pick, like Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, any of the quarterbacks, you could trade it, which Seems like the direction Ryan Poles will take. Um, obviously, you have to keep your options open. You have to say in his exit uh, press conference, in his exit meeting with the media, he said, you know, Justin's going to be the guy, but I would be lying to say that I'm not going to look at Bryce Young. I'm not going to look at the other quarterbacks in this draft class. Now, that is a tactic you could say to get even more leverage on teams that are quarterback needy teams such as the Indianapolis Colts who have had a ton of stopgap quarterbacks in the past with ever since Andrew Luck left with Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz. This, that Indianapolis Colts team, it seems like they have always been the roster wise a win now team and do the Indianapolis Colts want to have another stopgap quarterback that could potentially help you win but with an aging roster do you want to just grab a quarterback that you believe can be a franchise quarterback now they're at number four so that means they would have to trade up or hope one of the three quarterbacks which is completely plausible because of the Arizona Cardinals picking third. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals will 
pivot away from Kyler Murray. They'll probably pick a defensive player, either Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, one or the other. Um, so you could get a CJ Stroud. You could get a Bryce Young, Will Levis, one of those three. One of these three quarterbacks if you if they decide to. But the Bears would be looking for a haul. They're not gonna just gonna give up the number one overall pick for nothing, for just a number four. Um the number four pick would have to be in play. Maybe possibly a couple of players, maybe some draft picks. Now the Colts just seem like a perfect trade partner for the Bears at the moment. Ryan Poles and Chris Ballard. They were both with Kansas worked with each other in Kansas City. And it makes sense from a organizational view from both sides because the Bears have their quarterback. They don't necessarily need to draft someone at one. Colts are quarterback needy. They could draft a quarterback ahead of the Texans, possibly giving up a divorce. Buckner, Michael Pittman. Now, I don't believe the Colts will give up that kind of haul. Probably not players. Um, maybe Michael Pittman, maybe DeForest Buckner. I don't think that's likely. I think what's more likely is the Colts will give up the number four pick. So Bears will go down to four. They will also re- uh, receive the Colts second round. Maybe a couple other um, draft picks in this year, in 2023. Maybe a couple, maybe a third, fourth. But I definitely think they should, the Bears should do well with getting another first rounder, especially next year. Get a couple picks this year, move back to four, get another first rounder next year. I think that's perfect because you still stay in the top five of the draft. You get a bunch of picks this year. You get a first rounder next year. You could build your team with. And you could still get a difference maker like Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, if you want to, especially in the defensive end. Or if the Colts didn't give you enough of a haul that you would want for the number one overall pick, you can give it to the Raiders at number seven, who, again, they're trading away Derek Carr. They're in the conversation for a Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady type um, signing this year in the free agency. Depending on what Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady decide to do. Now, you could trade them to the Raiders. For possibly Devontae Adams. If Devontae Adams wants out, he said the only reason why he came to Las Vegas was because of Derek Carr. Derek Carr and him are very close friends. They played each- with each other in college. Downside, you would drop out of the top five. You wouldn't get a, a difference maker unless you truly believe there's another player other than Jalen Carter, other than Will Anderson, that you could get. At number seven, that could be a franchise-changing player. Plus, you'll probably get more of a haul. Trading from seven to one, you're going to need to give up a lot more than trading four to one. Although we've seen in the past, Bears, for example, trading from three to two, giving up multiple first-round picks and a couple of other picks to draft Mitchell Trubisky at number not only does ryan poles have the number one overall pick in the nfl draft also he has a hundred million to spend in free agency which is the most any team has in the nfl this offseason to spend so many holes 
must be filled on the roster, um, especially on the defensive end. Defensively, the Bears only sacked the quarterback 20 times this season, and their leading sack rusher was a safety rookie, Jaquan Brisker. Massive, massive problems on the defensive line. One of the worst defensive lines in the NFL this season. Not only on the defensive side of the line they need help, but also on the offensive side. Many talk about Justin Fields and his development as a passer. Well, this year, um, offensive coordinator Luke Getze had to implement a game plan for Justin Fields, which really revealed something that we really didn't know much about Justin is the elite speed and the elite playmaking he has with his legs. He can turn a what looks like a four, five, six yard gain into a 60 yard touchdown, which we've seen multiple times this season. That's fantastic. That's Lamar Jackson type numbers. He had over a thousand rushing yards this season, almost nearly breaking Lamar Jackson's single season quarterback rushing record. Only 78 yards, I think, ended up being away from breaking that record. But Justin Fields was brought into the Chicago Bears organization to be the quarterback, the franchise quarterback. We've seen improvements in his passing game, although we haven't seen enough necessarily to call him an elite passer. Although that's what he came out of college being. He came out of college in Ohio State being an elite thrower of the football, especially with his deep game. He has one of the strongest arms in the NFL. He's the most, one of the most accurate deep throwers in the NFL. And his playmaking ability with his legs and just shows of how talented Justin is and how good he can be. There are aspects of his game that he needs to improve on, which he can get help with that improvement by receiving, getting better receivers. That's Ryan Poles' job to surround Justin Fields with better talent, better receivers, and better protection from the offensive line. Fifth round pick Braxton Jones. This year, rookie, was playing left tackle. He did all right. He was very strong in the running game. The Overall, the offensive line was very good with the running game. The passing game protection was the issue this season. The strength of the Bears' offense this season was running the football. And David Montgomery is a free agent. Whether or not Ryan Poles wants to give up a huge salary for David Montgomery, who many believe isn't a difference-making running back and in a position, especially nowadays in the NFL, where the running back is one of the more replaceable positions on the field um you could find a running back especially a productive one um from free agency from the draft late in the draft you can find one anywhere um kind of like how the bears got khalil herbert now i don't believe khalil herbert is an every down back i believe david montgomery is a very good option to have um preferably you would like to keep both of them um i would like to keep david montgomery i believe ryan poles has raved about him he would like to keep David Montgomery, but at the right price. You don't want to be giving them six, seven million dollars. And although the Bears have the cap space to bring in or to give David Montgomery that kind of money, I don't believe he warrants that type of money 
that is money that Saquon Barkley, who hits free agency, that's something um, he would demand. Or Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders, he's hitting free agency. Those are the type of players you would you wouldn't necessarily want to give them five, six million because of the strength of the offense was running the running the ball. It's something you could justify giving Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs five million because you have so much money in cap. You have so much cap space that you don't it won't hurt your cap space as much. So it is a huge offseason for Ryan Poles. His first general manager job. Now he he did the probably the easiest part of the job was stripping the team, stripping the roster, getting it to pretty much bare bones. It is the worst roster in the NFL at the moment, talent-wise. Now comes the hard part, building it up from the ground, finding draft prospects, scouting, making sure they fit the system, they are future NFL players, bringing in players via free agency that fit the system under Matt Eberflus. You have a ton of money, ton of draft picks. The expectation, I believe, for us Bears fans and around the organization, I believe, should be, if not making the playoffs, fighting for a playoff position, a wild card, that number seven spot next season. Around where the Lions were this season, they finished nine and eight. I, I'm all right with eight and nine. 7 and 10, but we want to see improvement, especially from Justin Fields. Just Justin Fields, but the offense in entire in its entirety. We want to see Darnell Mooney take another step. See Chase Claypool, who Ryan Poles gave up a second round pick for, develop into a possible number two, maybe a number one wide receiver, although maybe not. It is the time for Ryan Poles to show what he can do, and whether or not he's the right man for the job because this is a huge opportunity for him to turn this roster around.